I'm Dylan. And I'm Sam. And, and this, this is the Last Minute, Minute Sports, Sports Podcast. Podcast. Episode 7. Alright, folks, we're going to jump right into it with the NBA. And the first game we're going to highlight is the Dallas Mavericks at the New Orleans Pelicans. It's a tough loss, really. I mean, Zion wasn't playing, and he's looked great so far th- throughout the season. Zion and Brandon Ingram. So the two best scorers on the Pelicans were both out. And the Mavs couldn't win. Now, Luka almost dropped a triple-double. I believe he was one assist short of a triple-double. Um, he dropped 30 points, and Luka carries this team. He was three assists short. But Luka, okay. he needs he needs help. I mean, he has some... He got wood. He got wood. I mean, Finney Smith helps every once in a while. He's kind of uh, every other game. But he just it's just him out there, really. Yeah, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is a great three-point shooter. Um, you have Reggie Bullock, who shoots 40% from his career. Kleber is pretty good, but it's Christian Wood and Luka Doncic. Yeah, in this game, uh, the Dallas Mavericks really had three main players uh, throughout the entire game. While the Pelicans, it was a full team effort. Alvarado had a lot of steals. CJ really started cooking late in the game. Everyone who played minutes except one player had over 10 points. The only player that had no points that had minutes was uh, was uh, Jackson Hayes, who mm-hmm. is off the bench. Yeah, uh, oh god, number 25 for the Pelicans. I cannot think of his name right now. Trey Murphy. Yeah, he shot lights out from three in Trey that Murphy, game. uh... Uh, team high 22 points he yeah. showed up but everyone else how many uh, threes how many threes, how many threes? Yeah, he shot four for four from three yeah he was lights out from three um and the, late in this game it was super close Mavs get the ball back with eight seconds and Luca takes his favorite shot which is the left wing step back three he did it against the Celtics last year hit it they won this time couldn't hit it yeah I mean it's a tough loss for the Mavericks but I don't doubt they won't be able to recuperate and- but what? I mean, we did see them kind of recuperate. Well, and you can't really blame... Right, you can't really blame Luka for that loss. He played lights out, you missed the game winner. Unless the game winner's a wide-open shot, you can't really blame anyone. Like Dylan was just saying, last night they beat the Nets, and this was... This actually is my performance of the week, Luka Doncic. He dropped a 40-point triple-double on the road, in overtime. Ridiculous. Yeah, I completely agree with that performance of the week for the NBA. I mean, Luka... We all knew Luka was a star. Okay, we already knew this. We already knew he's one of the best in the league. But, I mean, a triple-double. But not even, like, a borderline. It was a full-on... Yeah. Yeah. Um, he He's a top-five player. I think you your top-five has to be Steph, Giannis, KD, Luka, and LeBron. LeBron's still a top-five player. Uh, four games has proved that he's not a top-five player. But Luka, man, his passing and playmaking is the best we've seen since Magic Johnson. Yeah, I mean, I was actually shocked this went into overtime. I mean, they kind of hit a little slump at the end and kind of let the Nets a little back into yeah, it. Reggie it Bullock. almost happened again in o- overtime. But, I mean, we have we were talking about the top five players, and Luka is on the list. Let's talk about, talk about a possible bottom five player. Ben Simmons averaging six, six, and six. Um, Actually, though, in this game, he had a great play that sent it to overtime. Luka was dribbling around, trying to waste time, pokes the ball loose. Uh, some, It was a great play, flipped to KD, dunks it, goes to overtime. But problem was is Ben Simmons isn't even looking at the basket. Yeah, um, let's not talk about uh, the clip that went viral last night of him airballing a simple layup. Ooh, I thought you were talking about the other viral clip of Ben Simmons in the Milwaukee game where Kyrie passes it to Ben, and you can literally hear Kyrie shoot at Ben, and he passes it to KD. Yeah, uh, I mean, you have a man that sits out for an entire year, and not to mention Ben Simmons, I mean, he was good, but I don't think he was overall, number one overall pick material. Yeah, that was a 2016 draft. Jalen Brown went too. 
Yeah. Uh, Jalen Brown should have been the number one pick. But real quick, uh, on his draft report, before, like on his scouting report, I think uh, the number one thing was uh, commitment issues to yeah, the game. That, that, and I mean, it holds up. So whoever wrote that down, uh, good job. I think we can't 100% shit on him yet because it's, it is so his, it's his fourth game, fifth game back. Um, I think we're going to see him get better, going to be better at defense, but his shooting and his lack of aggressiveness towards the rim, it's not going to improve. So we can't shit on him because of that, but let's shit on him because of this. I mean, it's four games in for the Nets. I think think he's got around 21, 22 fouls and only 28 points. I mean, that's a big issue. Yeah, he's, like we said, averaging six. He's averaging six, six, and six, along with about five fouls. So it's not been good for Ben Simmons, and we're going to move on to the Warriors versus the Suns game. Well, I really wanted to bring this game up, not because, I mean, yeah, the Suns won by, I think, almost 30. Devin Booker had a great night, and he's I, he is in top three in uh, scoring the league so far. But Klay Thompson gets ejected as the entire Warriors team is holding up four rings and uh, taunting the Suns. So, yeah, not only was the entire team taunting him, uh, that is actually his first ever ejection in his career, so I yep. think that's 759 games he went without a suspect. Uh, ejection. And um, speaking of ejection, something I actually just forgot to mention is that in the Milwaukee game, Steve Nash was ejected. Yeah. Um, it's Nets team, man, falling apart. I had them going to the conference finals, uh, possibly winning the finals, but Ben Simmons really has not played great. KD and Kyrie have been great, like always. Throwback to when I didn't agree with them going to the conference finals. I mean, this team, talent-wise, they're top three, top three, top five team in the league. Um, I think that the... the the Warriors, they look good. They beat the Heat last night. Um, the Heat have been okay so far. Uh, they're 2-3. and three. They beat the Raptors on Saturday. Then they lost to the Raptors on Monday in a very defensive game where the Heat are just like the Lakers where they cannot hit threes. Yeah, uh, the Heat are getting a little slower start than I thought they would have. Um, but what one team that isn't getting a slow start? The Milwaukee Bucks. Only undefeated team. Uh, the Blazers were the... They were 4-0, they were undefeated, and then the Heat went into Portland and beat them, and Damian Lillard injured, he left in the third quarter, he'll be out for about uh, one to two weeks. I mean, that is a huge loss, I mean, it's it's Lillard, it's their star player. Um, I'm really curious to see how this affects them, I mean, they do have a kind of easy game coming up, I believe it is tonight, they play the Rockets, so it's not really a hard opponent. Yeah, Jalen Green's been great this season, but I, the Rockets do not have the pieces, and... Uh, I do think that the Pelicans 100% will be a top three seed. This team, with when all their stars are playing, McCollum, Ingram, and Zion, they're, they are so dominant, and they have great bench depth with Alvarado. Yeah, throwback to last year when Zion was injured and everyone was bashing on him, for, saying like, oh, it doesn't matter. He's going to be bad next year anyway. Uh, he's not. Not, a, not at all. No, but one team that I would love to talk about real quick before we move away from the NBA is the 0-4 Lakers. Uh, this team has no depth, and it was just recently announced about a couple hours ago that uh, Russell Westbrook will be playing with the second team this week. Uh, he will not be starting. And I saw, I think I think a big sh- a strategy, possible strategy that the Lakers might be going for is proving that teams can still lose with Russell Wilson. Or, sorry, Russell Westbrook. I mean, teams can still lose, lose with Russell Wilson, but, you know. Definitely seen that. Um, I think part of it is that they're trying to find a trade destination, so proving that, oh, yeah, you guys can take Russell Westbrook, Jesus, off <laughs> our hands, and you can still lose games. You can get Wabanyama, and you can have Westbrook. That's a great deal. It's not uh, – no teams have showed any interest, and the Lakers have been atrocious. Yeah, um, I mean, they still got LeBron for two years this year and next year because of that two-year deal. I wouldn't be shocked if they're trying to tank for Wimbayama. I mean, he fits the the whole Showtime Lakers. 
Uh, I know, obviously, when you have AD and LeBron on the team, you don't expect them to tank, though. Yeah, I'm di- I, yeah, I disagree with that. I just think that this team is bad. They have no depth. They have LeBron and AD. They might That's unintentionally team. tank. Um, I think I've seen, like, campaigns on Twitter for people saying, free LeBron, send him back to Cleveland. I mean, if Cleveland were to magically get LeBron, no doubt they'd win the finals. They would have the best starting five, and it wouldn't be close. Yeah, I mean, the question is, I mean, we all see those Nike ads for Father Time and LeBron. I mean, is that possibly him getting slightly older and not playing as well? Or is that just the Lakers this season rubbing off on LeBron? Because he hasn't been great. I'm going to be honest. He hasn't been LeBron. Yeah, it's also been four games. That is true. Last, we're I making mean, assumptions. Last year through 20 games, the Washington Wizards were the best team uh, record-wise. And then I think they ended up with like the fifth worst record in the league. So really, this is really just our very early season. But the NBA lasts forever. So obviously, we're going to cover it for its entirety. Yeah, uh, World Series starts tonight, I believe. It is game one. Is it in Philly? Game is game one in Philly. It would be the Astros because the Astros have the better record. It isn't. It is in Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who I, I want to win tonight. Is it two three two? Yes, it is two three two. Same yeah. thing like uh, the conference um, finals. I want the Phillies to win. The Astros swept the Yankees. I'm not a Yankee fan. I have friends that are Yankee fans, but I I mean no one wants to see the Astros win. That is true, but I mean I saw this stat. I did see this stat. It is a funny stat. Every single time the Phillies have won a World Series. Wait, hold on. We've gotten into an economic depression. Exactly. Yeah, 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 we talked about this earlier this week. Yeah, 1929, 1930, 1980, and 2008. 2008. So, yeah. I mean, globally speaking, we should root for the Astros. I don't know. I don't care. It's a horrible World Series. As a Dodgers fan, I am crying about the postseason. Uh, I, I just don't care. I, I think whoever wins, we're going to be stuck with fans being obnoxious. Uh, I'd rather Philly win, just Astros cheat, um, and the Astros have won more recently, and when I don't really have any bias in a sport like, uh, baseball that I don't care about as much as the others, I choose the team normally that has better fans and, um, has not won a championship as recent. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see, I mean, how, but, so you're rooting for the Phillies, I don't care. Question is, which we're gonna be unbiased towards, how many games do you think it's gonna go to? Uh, honestly, I think it'll be five games that I think the Astros win. <laughs> I think six. I think Philly's put up a fight at least in Philadelphia. I mean, Bryce Harper's been amazing. Yeah, um, they get those three middle games. Actually, I don't like the 2-3-2 two, two format better. I like what the NBA has done and done 2-2-1-1-1. Two, two, one, one, one. I think it's so much better having, because, like, having the middle stretch of games be all in your home arena, it's an easy way to just take three games in a row. So, the World Series is going to be really interesting, though. The NHL has been so, so... It's not the players, it's the refs this season have been so bad, in my opinion. Does this remind you of 2011 NFL refs? Kind, yeah, kind of. Was that the... Yeah, that was that the was, one on strike. Yeah, but, yeah, and then that was fail Mary. But the thing year. is, these are actual NHL refs. In my opinion, I just think they've just been royally bad. I mean, I haven't seen this bad of refing since, I think, last year's Western Conference Finals. Western Conference... No, the Western Conference Finals were fine. It was Edmonton Avs. Oh, I thought you were talking about basketball. No, Sorry, Jesus. And, and hockey. Yeah. It's just been royally bad, and I don't know what's <laughs> happening. I mean, for example, I think... I have no idea. Let me let me check real quick. Uh, in the Edmonton game last night, I think there were... I want to say there was a total of, like, 13, 15 penalties. Like, 13... Uh, let me yeah, check. Didn't you say there was, like, 10 of them in the span of a couple minutes? Uh, there was a total of 17 penalties. Jesus. Uh, because Blackhawks had 10 power plays, and Edmonton had 7. Uh, 
17 penalties, that doesn't happen. And I think only three or four of them were because of fights. Yeah. So it's just pure on just bad calls. All right, let's move on to Dylan's favorite segment. Upset watch. All right, Dylan has three games for us this week. Let's start it off with your first one. My first one is going to be a non-Power 5 uh, matchup. It, I think is the AC, AAC matchup, American Conference, which is going to be the Cincinnati Bearcats against the UCF Knights. I have UCF winning at home against the twenty Cincinnati, number 20 Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati has really fallen off since going undefeated and making the playoffs last year. They lost Desmond Ritter. They lost oh, I, Sauce Gardner, right, who has been exceptional. And they lost Alec Pierce, who went to the Colts. Yeah, uh, we're going to see a lot of this matchup, though, within the next coming years, because these teams are both leaving the AAC for the Big 12. So not only are these teams going to be seeing each other a lot, but it's also going to be a lot better games because it's Power 5. Yeah. So I think I have UCF winning. I mean, they're 5-2 and two against 6-1 and one in Cincinnati. U- Cincinnati should have lost to USF, the Bulls. So it's going to be interesting to see. Now let's go up to a little ranked versus ranked uh, matchup here. I chose Kansas State last week. They didn't deliver, but I'm still going to take them this week against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's been kind of underwhelming. Yeah, that, that's a little risky, though, considering Adrian Martinez is uh, questionable this week, their star quarterback. Yeah, um, I did notice that, but it's going to be interesting. It is in Kansas State. I know they love football at K-State right there. And, I mean, I just want to see it happen. I do think still that Oklahoma State versus TCU is going to be the Big 12 championship, though. It's entirely possible. And then... There is a third game on Upset Watch. We decided to throw... Well, D- Dylan, I mean, I, I talk about them a little bit with them beforehand, but I kind of wanted this one in there, too. This is a joke game, in my opinion, but it'll be funny if it happens. Stanford at number 12, UCLA. Stanford has actually been... I mean, they've won two in a row. Yeah, uh, they're th- Stanford's 3-4. and four. They haven't been good. UCLA is ranked 12, but I just think it would be hilarious if Stanford won. Oh, it would be very funny. I mean... It wouldn't mean anything since UCLA is pretty much already axed from the college football playoffs. Yeah, isn't, isn't there uh, only like I believe there's teams? like six teams. Six. And I think it's Wake Forest, Illinois, Clemson, Bama. Uh, Not TCU? TCU, Tennessee, so seven. and Georgia. So eight. That's seven, seven on your fingers. I feel like I'm missing one. I need to look at the standings. Just but the I, top eight, I'd imagine, unless mm-mm. one. No? Because Illinois is like 16. Oh. Uh, because right, if, they, if they win... Here, it's, oh, Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan, Clemson, Bama, TCU, Wake Forest, and Illinois. Interesting. So that's that. Illinois has a shot, man, if they win. Because if, if they win out, including right. the Big Ten, Ten championship, championship, they are in the college football playoffs, which will be insane, because Illinois in the college football playoffs... Hasn't happened in how long? I think many years. I think like 70 plus years. We can look it up. When was the last time? It wasn't playoffs at that point, it was just BCS. But yeah, I think the Stanford game, it could be interesting. It could not. I mean, it is at UCLA. It'll be funny if it happens. Uh, I'm probably going to post this on Twitter later tonight or tomorrow and get bashed for it. (laughs) But it's going to be interesting, you know? It's going to be. And the Illinois, the last time. Wait, no. I want to say 56, they won the national title. Well, guess what? They're not really giving me results here. It's giving me the Eastern Illinois Panthers. Just ask the last time the Fighting Illini won the national title. I want to say it's 56. Oh, well, the last time they won a national championship was 1927. Really? Yeah, they had 15 conference championships. Okay, I retract my statement. Okay, folks, without bashing my fighting line right now, Sam, stop, please. Let's move on to the NFL. 
Yeah, and we are going to start off the NFL as we do every week with my top five and bottom five teams. And our top five has stayed mostly similar, and I'm going to give the number one spot to the Buffalo Bills still, even with the bye week. I mean, you're not going to drop them on a bye week. Although I did drop the Eagles on a bye week. They're at three. The Chiefs are at two. Uh, Chiefs with a dominating win in San Francisco. That was such an entertaining game. Yeah, Mahomes went off like always, and the Chiefs actually just got another weapon. Kadarius Tony was traded to them last night. Yeah, they got a cheaper Tyreek Tyreek Hill. I mean, magically is healthy now. Now that he was traded to the Chiefs, but why wasn't he playing? Does I don't know. Maybe he just didn't want to. I mean, (laughs) mean, it doesn't make sense because because the Giants are six and one. Because the six and one Giants are my fourth best team in the league. And yeah. I have the Vikings at five. The Cowboys, an underwhelming game. Uh, they still they won by a lot against the Lions, but it was underwhelming from the offense still. It was the Lions. I mean, the Lions, in my opinion, this season specifically, are one of the saddest stories. We all we all thought they might have been a wild card Week team. Me too, man. You and I were hyping we, we, you and I, Sam and I were on the Lions. Like, they're like, a playoff contender. We were bandwagoning the Lions. Him and I were Lions fans. And it's just, it's depressing. Like, a franchise that just can't get anything done. Lions fans don't deserve. They they're not. They definitely deserve something, but they're not going to get it. They deserve something not better than this. Yeah, we're going to move on to the bottom five teams. Uh, the fifth worst team. This team moved up four spots. The Bears. Uh, a dominating win in New England that against defense. that great. I mean, New England has a great defense. They cooked him. Justin Fields starting to look more comfortable. Uh, yeah. I still don't think he's the answer there. I mean, it's shocking. Um, apparently, uh, reports came out that Justin Fields actually went to his offense corner and said, we need to run the ball more. Um, a well, quarterback asking to run the ball more. He had 13 completions and he had 13 rush attempts. So, uh, the fourth worst team, the Broncos, pathetic loss uh, to the Jets, even without Russell Wilson. The team looked awful. Um, third worst team, the Panthers. We're going to talk about that big, massive upset. What was soon. that game? I'm so confused. Um, the Lions are the second worst team. They've been awful ever since their bye week and the week before when they played the Patriots and got destroyed. And the worst team, uh, the Houston Texans. Yeah, the Texans suck. They have Damian Pierce. Uh, Lovey Smith That's is it. not the answer. I am an Illinois fan. Uh, I know from personal experience, Lovey Smith is not a good head coach. Yeah. All right, let's start talking about week seven of the NFL season. The first game we're going to talk about is the Cleveland Browns against the Baltimore Ravens. Did Am I the only person that thought this game should have been a lot further apart than it actually was? I mean, the Ravens have been wildly, wildly inconsistent. So I think, yeah, you might be the only one because they've been, they've been really up and down. Uh, they got a win. The game Their game time field goal was blocked. Um, Lamar... Mark Mark Andrews two years in a row does nothing on national tight end day. I he got a little too hammered probably. I mean he was celebrating a bit too hard with George Kittle probably or something. But I mean the Ravens. I mean they're five and three. I think right. Yeah, they've been really underwhelming. Um, Gus Bus Edwards in his day de- in his debut game of the season after he was tore his ACL in the preseason last year he had two touchdowns. There's, I mean, six, only 66 yards, but two touchdowns. Uh, he contributed for over half the team's points. So Yeah, I think uh, I think Lamar might have the yips the way he's playing. Mm. I don't want to say it, but the first three games, he was phenomenal, and now I think he's getting a little too scared we, to we risk anything. Definitely saw that in uh, the Titans playoff game in 2019. Lamar, after one interception, was completely rattled, didn't play like himself, and he only had 120 yards passing. In this game, and on the ground, he only had 59. He has been playing himself since, what, the Dolphins game? What? 
Lamar has been playing like himself since, what, the Dolphins game? No, they came back and destroyed the Patriots the week after. Right. Uh, Nick Chubb continuing a great season. I believe he leads the league in rushing. Saquon might be ahead. It's one of them, too. I think, I think, it's, I think it's Chubb, then Saquon, then Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. And, the, and then Derrick Henry, then Lamar. Derrick Henry, after, I mean, Titans, we're going to talk about them soon, but they've been really good. Let's talk game. about a game I loved, you loved, probably majority of our listeners loved. Panthers absolutely destroying the Buccaneers. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't love that game as much as you think because I do pick the games with my um, with my family every week, and I pick the Bucks, and my mom picked the Panthers in an upset, so <laughs> so I did not love that. So and, you were hearing about it all yeah, my, day. My mom yeah. went fourteen and one on her picks last week. The only game she missed was the Patriots team, which is insane because I went like I think I went six and nine. You know what? Maybe maybe you shouldn't do the. Maybe I shouldn't make the Twitter graphics for you anymore. I should do it for your mom for the picks now. <laughs> Or maybe my mom should just take my spot. Who knows? But um, <laughs> Mike Evans with probably the worst drop in NFL history. Uh, that was bad. It was really bad. Normally he we did s- have another dr- drop last night. Uh, normally when we see drops, they'll bounce off the guy's hands. They'll hit him somewhere else. This ball was in Mike Evans' hands. It was a dime. And when he was running, I honestly, I think, because this happened to me when I used to play flag football, I think his knee might have, when he was carrying it, bringing it in, his knee might have poked the ball. No, what happened Because that ball went really far. No, what happened was it hit off his hands. He tried bobbling. It dropped, and he, like, literally toe-kicked it. Yeah, it went, like, down 20 the field. yards. It's ridiculous. So, I don't know... Mike, how that happens for a receiver like Mike Evans? Uh, yeah. He did drop a wide open pass the last night that we saw in the Thursday night game, which we'll talk about. Yeah, I, I mean PJ Walker, who when I look at the stats here, his legal name is Philip Walker, so I'm never gonna call him PJ again. Uh, Philip Walker cooked them. Yeah, yeah. he had 177 um, yards, but he cooked them. Tom Brady stayed in the league to get cooked by a XFL quarterback. Another quarterback did that, too. We're going to talk about that soon. But let's talk about it. They trade away Christian McCaffrey, first game without him in the rushing room. Uh, not only did Deontha Free- Foreman, Foreman. Foreman have a Former phenomenal Texan. game, but so did uh, DJ Moore. Chubba Hubbard as oh. well. Well, yeah, DJ Moore had the, easily his best game of the season. That's not really saying much because he only had 70 yards on a touchdown. But, Dylan, here's a serious question I want to ask you. Was Christian McCaffrey the problem? And oh obviously I'm joking. He's not the problem. No, best but player I mean, the thing team. is, he might have... I'm not going to say he was the problem, but maybe with the star, like, maybe there was some jealousy there, maybe. And I don't know. There might there must have been something because that rushing room kind of popped off. Interesting take on that one. And we're going to move on to Falcons, Bengals, and my God. Burrow's Bang- back. Bengals are hot. Well, I mean, they are hot, but with Jamar Chase sidelined for four to six weeks, they yeah. might get a little cool. We're, let's not pretend like T. Higgins isn't the oh, best no. wide receiver, too, in the no, league. No, but we do, have to, we do have to take into effect that T. Higgins might get a little less completions th- to him due to Jamar Chase being I mean, yeah, Tyler Boyd be, is still in, though. Uh, I mean, T. Higgins would be a, the number one receiver on, like, five or six NFL teams. Off the top of my head, the Jags, the, the Packers, the Giants... Yeah, um, they almost had three receivers with 100 yards. They were seven yards off. Tegan was seven yards off of having 100 yards. Boyd, man, he had a great game. He had a 60-yard touchdown, 60-plus, and he had a he had eight catches for 155. Jamar Chase, eight catches for 130 and two touchdowns. And Jamar Chase 
I mean, so far this season, he's either been really good or he's been really bad. But you know what? What have what has been the theme of this podcast so far? You get the ball to your star players' hands, you win games. That's what they did. That's, that's your saying. But let's talk about. I said last week uh, the Falcons are a fifty-fifty team. They are like a coin, right? They beat the Forty ers two weeks ago, just like by fourteen points, and they brutally lost this week. So does that mean that the Falcons are going to win this week? Uh, well, I actually I believe that the Bengals are a much better team than the Niners. I think well, the they ba- are. I think I- the Bengals are borderline top five at this point. I actually believe that the Falcons have won every other game. Let me just check. They lost week quick. one. They won well, week two. No, they lost week two to the Rams. They and started then, 0-2? Yeah, they started 0-2, then they won 2. I was wrong. But, I mean, it just seems like Very bad. they're just back and forth, you know? So, with um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' loss last night uh, to the Ravens, we're going to go more in-depth in that game later. If the Panthers win this week, or the Falcons win this week, the winner of that Panthers-Falcons game takes the number one spot in the division. No. That's ridiculous. Yep. No. Mm-hmm. You're lying to me. I'm not. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Tom Brady has been royally underwhelming. Miss. But let's talk about a game that was close at halftime, but just didn't ha- didn't get anything done after the Lions Cowboys game. Yeah, like I mentioned during top five, bottom five teams, a uh, very underwhelming game from the Cowboys. Dak did not really, he did not look like he was back. Two hundred seven yards, a touchdown, nothing special. Zeke had a great game, but now Zeke's gonna be out for a while. Yeah, um, I'm not really sure what happened. I'm pretty sure it's an MCL injury. I don't yeah. think it's a tear. I think it's a sprain. But in my opinion, I think you're going to agree with me on this and maybe a couple people. I think Tony Pollard's the better running back in that room. I agree. Um, I think Zeke is just so unbelievably overrated. Uh, his rookie year, sensational. One of the best r- rookie years ever. He also ran behind one of the best offensive lines in recent history. And, uh, I mean, the last three years, he's really been so just underwhelming. Yeah, so the Lions are the worst team right now. I mean, maybe not on your list, but they are technically considered... They have the number one pick right now, so they are the worst team in the league. And the question is, what quarterback do they choose at the moment? CJ Stroud or Bryce Young? Mm, I think Stroud fits that team better. I think just being in Detroit has to do with part of it, kind of like the more... An Ohio State quarterback in Detroit. Mm, I want a TV show based off of that. That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, it was just a bad game. I We're going to have people coming in saying Dak's a game manager, but we've seen Dak throw for 300, 400 yards in a game before. We've seen him throw for 500 games. Yeah. Uh, 500 games, 500 He's yards. a game manager, but he doesn't play conservative like that. So I just don't think he's 100%. I just think Jerry Jones is like, get back in there. Yeah, Dax, he's so he's so on and off. Uh, this season he has been off. Yeah, he's played two games. Dak's an interesting one, man. I want to see him succeed because I think he's one of the, just the best people in the NFL. But it's not looking good for that Cowboy offense, and it really hasn't all That season. defense has looked good, though. Yeah. And another NFC's team. The Giants squeak out a win against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I want to I get this away before we start talking about stats and players. One, Saquon was in bounds. And two, that roughing the passer call was kind of bullshit. 100%. Th- that, those are my two takes. If Saquon, I think he was in bounds. I think his, his calf or his ankle or whatever. Heel. His, no, not his heel. But like whatever came down in bounds, which it therefore put about 20 seconds left instead of a minute five. Well, here's the thing. If it was his heel... Uh, heels do not count as being in bounds. I believe it. I I think it was his ankle that was down, well, or his shin. It was not okay. his heel. All right. Um. But yeah, Giants versus refs, and the Giants beat the refs in this game with them holding. Uh, I believe it was a Kirk. I don't remember the receiver that caught the ball at the one yard line, but they held him. Uh, couldn't get in. The Giants win, and they are six and one. 
and like we've said, Brian Dable doing an amazing job. Yeah, uh, as a Rams fan, I was having, I wasn't even alive for this, but I was having flashbacks to the video clip of the final play of the 2000 Super Bowl, where the Rams stopped the Titans on the one-yard line with the clock. Um, and Daniel Jones actually did win NFC Offensive Player of the Week. He had 200 yards passing a touchdown, but and he had 100 yards rushing in a touchdown. That's his career high, and I also think he had the most rushing yards for an NFC player. No, Saquon had more. Did he? Yeah, Saquon had 110, DJ had 107. Why did And Kenneth Walker had, like, 175. Oh, oh my, I... <laughs> A little bit off there, but it's Wait, okay. you're telling me Daniel Jones won Offensive Player of the Week and Kenneth Walker didn't? I'm almost 100% sure DJ won it. <laughs> DJ. All right. Uh, but yeah, that was a weird game, but it's, let's talk about it. Well, hold on. Oh, you, we forgot what? to mention Travis Etienne. Right. Breakout Huge game. Breakout game. And because of this breakout game, James Robinson gets traded to the Jets. Well, let's be honest here. It wasn't even because of the breakout game that he got traded. But I, it probably is a little... Uh, it was because of that, the Brees Hall injury. Well, that. But also, you have to ma- imagine, uh, this game made the Jaguars think, okay, maybe ETN, do- we don't need a backup like James I still Robinson. think Travis Etienne is one of the worst draft picks in recent memory. I don't like it. Uh, I mean, you had James Robinson, who in his rookie year like was third in the league in rushing, and you go and draft a running back? Yeah. When your team desperately needed defense? And rumors, uh, never mind. We're going to talk about that oh. later. I just forgot about we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, later. um, I just think it was. An in- I think the Jets fleece them on that. Yeah, um, I think I they could have been fine with Michael Carter though, because Michael Carter played all. Yeah, I do think Michael Carter would have been fine, but maybe they're running the one, a two dual. punch. Yeah, one two punch, maybe something similar to like what the Colts did last year with JT and Hines. Well, let's be honest. It was mostly Jonathan Taylor show. I'm more thinking of a more Kareem Hunt Nick Chubb. That's yeah, I would say that. Where Michael Carter is the more pass catching back now. Let's talk about a game that was a shock, shall we? Yeah. The Packers losing to Taylor Heineke. That is the second uh, NFL legend who lost to a former XFL quarterback, but I love Heineke. I, I've loved him ever since that playoff game. I think he's Bucks. better than Carson Wentz. I mean, that's just me. Mm, I I mean, I was all uh, aboard the commander train or football team train last year. I was all up on Heineke, but then he just was really bad last year, so I'm going to disagree with I mean, it's that. hard to be a better it's hard to be a worse quarterback than once if i'm being honest uh let's just i saw this weird tweet someone tweeted out saying just letting y'all know terry mclaurin was made by taylor heineke and think think about that think about that okay just taylor heineke was was mclaurin's quarterback for what two three years one one last year right that was it i don't know why he tweeted that out because everyone in the everyone in the replays were just bashing him yeah, Terry had a good year last year, but Taylor Heineke was hurt first something. Fitzpatrick was supposed to be the starter. Now, um, the question is, who played worse, the Packers' offense or defense? I mean, they only allowed 23 points off. I, I You got to say the offense when you run the ball 12 times for 38 yards, for with, sure. With one of the best uh, duos Prob- in the NFL. Probably the best. I w- yeah, I would say the best. Because Hunt has been, he hasn't been great this year. I mean, and we've seen Chubb be even better. But, I mean, Aaron Jones really helped me out in fantasy with his nine Catches 53 yards and two touchdowns, and a great game for him. And Sammy Watkins is getting underutilized. I love Sammy Watkins. I've met him. Uh, I have a signed Sammy Watkins hat on my nightstand. Well, you love him because he, you're a Bills fan. Obviously. Um, so that's a w- Actually, I, I want to talk about that real quick. That draft with Sammy Watkins is such a weird draft because the wide receivers, they're known, but they're not great. I mean, Brandon Cooks mm-hmm. was in that draft with Sammy Watkins. 
Uh, I can't really name 2014. it. 2014. Who went one in 2014? Wasn't that, the, wasn't that like the draft that C.J. Bethard went in the first round? I think. Yeah, um, I believe so. I don't even know at that point. It was just a weird game. I can't believe the Commanders came out with a win on that. Yeah, the next game we're going to discuss is, I feel like I've said this a lot this season, an NFC South matchup that we've already discussed this year because it's happened for the second time. Uh, Titans, Colts, and the Titans win again. Yeah, I think the big thing to take away from this game is not the fact that the Titans won, not the fact the Colts lost, but the fact that Matt Ryan's getting benched. It's all, but it's partially due to that shoulder injury. Oh, he was going to be out yeah. for a couple weeks, but, but to name him Sam Ellinger, yeah, that's a big thing to say. No, but they're benching him for the season. It would have been fine if they benched him for like a week or two or three because of the injury, but for the entire season, I don't hate this. I really don't. Um, I'm a Colts fan. I've been preaching this since, what, week two? I just think it's interesting that Matt Ryan in the game against the Jags, phenomenal game. I mean, he threw for 350 yards, three touchdowns. And then you go and bench him the next week after a bad game and an injury. I, I think, disagree. I think the big issue was uh, he showed promise last, like, two weeks ago against the Jags. But the issue is then he goes just straight back to turn the ball over I two times. And I don't think that. Matt Ryan is completely washed. I think that the Colts really have no offensive weapons I, to pass. Catch, yeah, pass, I think what, they re- what the Colts need to do, and I've been saying this, I think you, you can't have someone who just sits in the pocket. You need to run a bootlegger like a mobile quarterback, which Sam Ellinger right. is. Michael Pittman's had about four good games in his career. I think he's criminally overrated. Their best offensive weapon is a third-round 6-7 tight end, Jelani Woods, who I think has, like, five receptions for three touchdowns and, like... Jonathan Taylor's been hurt. I mean, I think Michael Pittman's probably one of the most overrated players in the NFL. I mean, I just... There's no there's no negative of putting Sam Ellinger in. If he doesn't work out, boom, you have a top 10 draft pick and you can draft a quarterback. If it does work out, cool, you have a decent quarterback. I I, I disagree because I think that with the Colts, how they were, they were 3-2-1. and one. It's a messy 3-2-1, and one, but I think they still had a shot to win that division due to how bad it is. I think it's the wrong move, but the Titans have won four in a row since losing by 35 at home to the Bills. I still, I still think the Titans are not a good team whatsoever. Easily going to win that division. I have no clue, honestly. I think I think that the division's the worst in the league. The Titans could win, but even if they make it to the list, I just don't think they go far. Tannehill I is agree. questionable this week, so we could see Malik Willis. I don't. I think it doesn't matter. I think that the Titans, when you win four games in a row, you're easily the best team in your division. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, I just think that team has a lot of issues, but I think the other teams in that division have a lot more. But what? Speaking of. You mean you said NFC South, by the way. I did? Yeah. Speaking um, of another AFC South game, let's talk about the Texans absolutely getting demolished by Josh Jacobs and the Raiders. Josh Jacobs, that is his third just monster game. He he year. he heard you shitting on him in the podcast and he's like, Okay, gotta turn up. He's he been did. phenomenal for the past three, four weeks. Yeah, he's been good. Uh this Raider team. They're just their bad start is what's it's it, they have no chance at the playoffs just because no. of their bad start. No, um, I think the the thing that is holding him alive is Josh Jacobs, and I think he's gonna get not paid, but he's definitely gonna get resigned to a multi year contract. Yeah, I, this Raider team really isn't that good. I mean, when you beat the Texans and the Broncos, two bottom five teams, that's not that's not a lot to flex. Yeah, uh, for reference, the Raiders scored twenty one points in the fourth quarter. It's not like they led the entire game. It was. Pretty much neck and neck until the fourth. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I guess it it off. I guess who offers Josh Jacobs the money? But could we see Josh Jacobs out of Las Vegas possibly by the 
end of the season? I don't, they're not going to let him go. He's been... What was that? Not trading. He's, I'm talking about the offseason. They, he's been their best player, period, this year. I They would be stupid to let him go. It's not their decision. It's his. Yeah. Because he's on his fifth year. Right, but what I'm saying is I don't think that they are going to let him leave. Oh, you're, so you're saying they're gonna, he, he's going to get paid before he leaves? Yes. Okay. I think that's what's going to happen. There's um, nothing else really to talk about this game. I mean, everyone... Irrelevant just, game. It's an irrelevant game. The, we all the, know the Texans suck. Lovey Smith is not... Right. It has no playoff implications. Essentially. Um, Jets-Broncos. Uh, it's just... It hurts me to see Brees Hall go down for the year. Uh, was going to easily win uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year... Uh, the Jets moved to five and two, which is absolutely insane. That that is something that just exists. In I this think universe. that is going to be their most wins this season with Brees Hall getting injured. That's essentially their entire offense. I think they really need Zach Wilson to show up, and I just don't think he can. Because let's be honest here, uh, as a Bills fan, I always look ahead in the schedule and analyze where I think they're going to end. Realistically, they probably end with two to three losses, nothing more than that. Uh, I thought there was a realistic chance they would split with the Jets. After this, uh, they don't, they're do not they not a scary team. Their defense is phenomenal, but offensively, Zach Wilson's been bad, and I was on the Zach Wilson hype train uh, this offseason. Uh, I actually believe this is the second game this season where the Broncos had a quarterback that threw for more than 100, I mean, 200 uh, passing yards. I think the only other game was Russell Wilson against the Colts. Oh, yeah, he threw for, like, 350 because that game was 270. awful. Oh. But, yeah, it's just horrible. Speaking of the Broncos, uh, Russell Wilson's still, quote-unquote, questionable, but I He's think playing. those... I think those lunges he did on the airplane might have uh, got him a little healthy. Adam Schefter announced today that Russell Wilson will be playing. <laughs> What, but I just want to, why does the NFL feel the need to punish us by nationally televising the Broncos Jaguars? They want, they want the British to hate. They do. I, I, wait, is it national? I thought it was only on ESPN Plus. Oh, uh, good point. I just got Which it. I still have to watch it because I, I have ESPN Plus. I just got it this week. I got it so I can watch Edmonton games. I just switched to Verizon and we got it for free. Yeah, uh, it's just a bad game. Once again, I mean, it could... It could be a game that has no implications on the playoffs in a couple weeks. It really matters if the Jets can The Jets are going to get a wild card spot. The NFL, we've said this every week, it's bad this year. The Jets are a not bad team. That's how you got to look at it. It's just an uneventful game other than the fact that Brees Hall tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. Didn't he have a partial nine. meniscus tear? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. He's out for the year. Yeah, it's, it's a big loss. Uh, let's talk a game I had fun, like, fun, like a great time watching, and that is the Chiefs-Niners. Kittle went off on uh, National. National Tight End Day. Kittle, th- that's his whole brand. He loves National Tight End Day. It's um, his personality. But Kittle, they're not. This is not going to be like a breakout game for Kittle. We've seen he's good. They just don't use they. He blocks so much more than he goes out for outs, and that's the way he's going to be utilized there. Nothing more than that. Forty ers looked bad. Debo's out this week. Let's talk about. Uh, this is these. There were two uh, players in all the NFL that had hat tricks, and both two players were in the AFC West. Josh Jacobs and, and McCall Hardman. The first player in NFL history to have two-plus rushing touchdowns as a receiver in a game. Huh. I would have thought Debo would have had that. Not last year, no. He only had, I, I mean, Debo, speaking of Debo, though, he has not been utilized as a running back that much this year. I mean, when you just trade for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, no um, I just want to say, I, I get Christian McCaffrey was limited, quote-unquote, but he was in there for a while. He had th- in the first quarter. He had three rushes for thirty-one yards. At the end of the game, he had eight rushes for thirty-eight yards. So his production went from ten yards a carry to. And uh, going back to McCole Hardman, both of his carries uh, ended up being touchdowns. Actually, he had no more than that. 
And I he I know he had a rushing touchdown against the Bills last year. Every time it seems to be on that end around that just gets to the edge and he magically stays in bounds and scores. Yeah, uh, I think the addition of Kadarius Tony is going to be phenomenal for this because you're gonna. I think he's going to be wide receiver. Do you think he's going to be wide receiver four? Or what's going to happen? Now? Wide receiver four. Well, I mean, you got to think. You got Juju at one. Juju at one. MVS and Michael Hardman. So where is Kadarius Tony going? I I would actually. You take MVS out. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Juju's the clear it's one. It's a Juju's great. A, Juju's been playing pretty well the last couple. I weeks. picked up. I dropped Curtis Samuel. Pick uh, Juju up in fantasy. Smartest decision I've ever made. Uh, in my family fantasy league, Kenneth Walker was available. What? Wow. I picked up Foreman just because I needed to drop someone, and I think I was. I also the Eagles defense was available. Speaking of Kenneth Walker, um, he went absolutely off against the LA Chargers, and the Seahawks are the. Clearly the best team in this division, which honestly I think they are. This, they really are. It's a shock. This last week I think shows uh, a big change in perspective for everyone in the NFL. Uh, we all thought that it was Russell Wilson carrying Pete Carroll. I think Pete Carroll made Russell Wilson look like a good quarterback, and that's a shock because Pete Carroll came into Seattle and everyone was like, "Why did you guys pick up Pete Carroll?" Because he was not the best coach going into that job. Uh, yeah, I mean Geno Smith, man, he's been excellent this year. Kenneth Walker. Now he probably Kenneth Walker will probably take offensive. I was just about to ask that. I was like, do you do you think Kenneth Walker or I think it's going to be a battle for Kenneth Walker and Damian Pierce. I think Kenneth Walker. I do think Kenneth Walker does win it though. Both two players on the Seahawks with two touchdowns, Marquise Goodwin and Kenneth Walker, both uh, getting two touchdowns. It's just oh, not to mention big big thing out of this game, DK DK Metcalf. Metcalf. Uh, he is not. He did not break anything. Did not tear anything. But he is going to be out for a couple weeks. I don't think they've given us a timetable yet for that. Austin Eckler, I'm ready to call him a top five running back. You know what? I yes, I, you, I would call him a top five dual back. I wouldn't call him a top five running back. I know, but top he's the best dual back in the league. He's like a worse Marshall Falk. Yeah, he uh, his running is not as effective, but they also don't really give him a lot of opportunities to run. Only I do him the ball think he times. needs to be more productive though on the run to be a top five runner. I I would agree that he's a top five dual back. I don't I don't think you can criticize him for that when he has over his one hundred thirty yards and two touchdowns in a game for like the fourth week in a row. Yeah, I mean, and you, let's just, against the Browns defense, he just he rushed for one hundred sixty five two weeks ago. I do believe I I still think this that they are downplaying Justin Herbert's rib injury still because I think he's still injured. Yeah, Herbert hasn't been great this year. No, and I think it might lower his payday next in the next year too. Yeah, I mean he'll he'll play his fourth year on his uh on his rookie, and then that's when we'll probably see the extension. Because that's what happened with Josh Allen. He played four years, then he got his massive extension. Yeah, uh, someone, it was the battle of, it was a Bama matchup, again, in my opinion. It was Najee Harris against Jalen Waddle and Tua. I thought you were about to say Pickett versus Tua. I'm like, what? No, I, I don't know what I was going for. I was about to say Pitt versus Bama, but that matchup never happens. Kenny Pickett uh, is <sighs> awful in crunch time, man. I mean, the Dolphins did not look good, and I think that I am, yes, I hate the Dolphins, Tua's played one good game in his career. Let's not pretend like he is the second coming of Christ. Lamar going to Miami might look a little bit more plausible the way he's mm-hmm. playing. Exactly. And I think that team, and I think Miami might actually pay him. Um, Tua, I mean, he looked decent coming back. Shocked, no Tua turned the ball over in this game. <laughs> I, he did not have any fumbles. I don't think. Yeah, he had no fumbles, no, no interceptions. Uh. Najee Harris, please, if anyone knows where he is, please let me know. My fantasy team is missing him. That's why I traded him. So I asked, So week three, I traded Najee Harris for James Conner and DJ Moore. Pretty sure both my friend and I lost the trade. Yeah. 
Uh, because DJ Moore, obviously. Irrelevant. irrelevant. James Conner's been hurt. And he's hurt. Um, actually, I believe he is playing this week. Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, um, but Kenny Pickett, let's talk about it. Not. The only uh, round one quarterback to go in this draft, uh, and I think he's been the most... in The quarterback that's let down the most people this year. Well, only two have played, and the other one was really bad this week. Yeah, he led two touchdown drives. We're going to talk about that game uh, next. Yeah, that's our final game of week seven. Bears-Pats. Bay, uh, Mac Jones throws six passes, throws an interception, comes out. Uh, Bailey Zap, yeah, Bailey Zappi comes in, throws two touchdowns, and plays like shit the rest of the game. Oh, well, he Zappi, led two touchdown yeah, drives. Bailey Zappi co- comes in immediately, leads to a touchdown drive. Everyone's like, "Yeah, Zappi hour or whatever." What was it, Zappi hour that everyone yeah. was saying? Zappi time, whatever. Uh, and then proceeds to throw two interceptions. Um, yeah, uh, Belichick was asked about it in an interview that most likely Mac will be starting this week. Mm, yeah, I don't want to be this person, but. You ever notice that if someone, for example, I think Bailey, Bailey Zappi was a fourth-round pick, right? He's mm-hmm. played phenomenal for a fourth-round mm. He's played really good for a fourth-round quarterback that no one expected anything of for the past two and a half weeks. He's played good. I would not say really good. For a fourth-round quarterback? He's played good. I would say really good. He's won them one game. But I'm talking about himself, right? Fair. And the moment he loses a game like this, everyone is off. Like, no one wants to give him a shot. Anymore. Yeah, he doesn't deserve one. Matt, Mac I just, Jones is I better. disagree with uh, ooh, I wouldn't say that. That's not I think Mac Jones is a horrible quarterback. He should not have been in the Pro Bowl last year. Well, obviously not. Somehow Josh Allen didn't make it to the Pro Bowl last year. Which I don't is think Lamar should offense. have been in the Pro Bowl yeah, last year. Yeah, I mean, I, it's a criminal offense that Josh wasn't in the Pro Bowl. But um, Mac Jones led his team to the playoffs last year. I don't care what you say. Even if a team has a... They were... They were eleven and six last year. No, they were ten and seven last year. The Pats. Even if your defense carries you, the quarterback still has to lead the team. He led them to the playoffs, right? Mac is the better quarterback. He's been dealing with injuries last year. I don't think he was ready to come back. I don't think the Patriots are good, but Bailey Zappi's overrated. Yeah, no one else really played that good. I mean, Justin Fields played better than he normally does. He's still not great. No, he was better on rushing than in my yeah. He had more rushing attempts than pass completions. And last night's game. The Ravens at Buccaneers. Mark Andrews hurt. We don't know what's going Mark on. Mark Andrews there. hurt. Rashad Bateman hurt. Shaquille Barrett is uh, out. Torn Achilles, the worst possible. Seven injury. to nine months, uh, it was said. Probably more. Can't have surgery for, I think, a month or two because of the swelling. Um, Isaiah Pacheco. No, 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 not Isaiah Pacheco. That's the Chiefs. Isaiah Edwards, Likely. Gus Edwards is actually, I think, injured now. Isaiah Likely played a really good game. Filling in for Mark Andrews. It was Andrews. likely he had a good game. Yeah. Dude, that that was probably the I worst know, thing you've ever said. Gus Edwards, I'm pretty sure, is injured. I think he's questionable for next week, but he does have a, a week and a half to rehab. The Ravens moved to five and three, and they shouldn't be. The Bengals are also five and three, right? I think yes. so. Yes. Yeah, uh, I think the Bengals are going to win the division. I think they're the more complete team. I mean, like we said, the Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, they had a very rough start. They shouldn't have lost to the Steelers. They shouldn't have lost to the Cowboys. You know, all three of their Bengals losses have been on game-winning field goals. This is a team that could easily be like one or two, one or no losses on the season. I think the Bengals are underrated at this point. Yeah, this offense, when it clicks, is the best in the league. I'm really interested to see. I mean, I yes, I know Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins are great, but... This is the first time he's not had Jamar Chase since his, his rookie season. So it's going to be interesting. 
I'm not We've saying also it's seen gonna... him develop a lot. Since I know his we're not going to see rookie uh, Joe Burrow back. I know we're not, but I think we might see him regress a bit within the next week or two. But when you also play the missing. Browns this week, it's not really going to make that much. <laughs> Who do they play next week? The following week, week nine. Yeah, week nine they have a they play the Panthers. Okay. Okay. Um, week ten. Is there a bye? So what you're saying is they have a garbage time schedule for the next couple weeks. Week 11, they play the Steelers. (laughs) Week 12, they play the Titans. Okay. So So that would be five five weeks is from the Titans game. They'll be fine. And honestly, I expect them to go 4-0. Or 3-0. That is not a hard schedule at all. No. I still think Lamar is not playing that great. I mean, he had a better game than he did the week prior. Uh, He's just still not Lamar, though. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, now we're going to move on to something. This is what I was saying earlier um, that, like, we'll talk about this later. We're going to move on to a little segment we like to call Trade Watch. Yeah, tra- uh, the trade deadline for the NFL, I think, is Tuesday this coming week. So Monday. Monday. No, I thought it was Tuesday. It's the first. Oh, okay. The, the first, first is Tuesday. Midnight. So it's Monday. Oh, right. Midnight. I keep thinking yeah. Halloween's on a Monday. So uh, what we have to— Or Sunday. So what we have to take into effect is this week, I mean, there have already been a couple of trades, and this coming episode of next week of episode 8, there's going to be a lot of trades. I think that the most likely player to be traded is Josh Allen. Cam Akers, maybe. Josh Allen of the Jags. Obviously not the Bills. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Josh Allen's going to be traded. There's been rumors. Um, I think he's going to get shipped to, what's the team that needs D-line? Help me think real quick. Badly. That's a contender. That's a contender? Uh, Bengals don't need him. Giants don't need them. Vikings don't need them. Bills don't need them. What if we see the Chiefs make another move? I don't think they need help off that line. Chris Jones and who else is uh, rushing that passer? Uh, there's Melvin mm, Ingram hasn't been good. Melvin Ingram is on, Melvin Ingram's on the, the Dolphins. Oh, right. That was last year. He got I'm trying to think. Chiefs. No, no, no. There's someone else on the Chiefs. And it's going to piss me off because I'm not going to get it. Chris Jones. Well, oh, it? Frank Clark. But he's out for a couple weeks. No, I thought he's back because he's not suspended anymore. No, he's out. He got injured. Oh, it's going to piss me off. Maybe the Chiefs. I do see that uh, happening, possibly. Um, I think, yeah. Anyone else in the AFC? That's not in the AFC South, obviously. Chargers. Possibility. They... Bose is out for the season. Could be Seattle. Yeah. They have the, Ooh, they have the picks like for it. That. I'd like to they see that. They need the help on defense. Uh, yeah. Now the question is, I mean, they the, this team, the Panthers said it wouldn't happen, but right, out of all about, three, was, that's one I was gonna out of all Moore. three team, out of all three good players, J.C. Horn, D.J. Moore, and Brian Burns, who do you think would most likely be traded? Most likely would be J.C. Horn because I mean, sure, he's the worst of the three, and I think he's the least valuable to them as a rebuilding team. Who I would want to see trade the most would be DJ Moore. He's played with nothing but awful quarterback play. I think he'd fit well with the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I don't know who else would be traded. Especially with Alan Lazard being out this side. I mean, I could see, we could see, like I said, Cam Akers. I mean, he's not being played. They want to, they're, they're probably going to drop him after this year. I know you're a Rams fan. Cam Akers really isn't that good. Oh, I didn't say he was. Right. I said, I think Daryl Henderson's a much better running back. I agree. He's a much better dual threat running back, even at the height. And Cam Akers is incredibly injury prone. Yeah, and fumble. He, he fumbles a lot. I think Daryl Henderson's a much better running back. And not to mention, we drafted this rookie, I think, in the third or fourth round, Kenyon Dr- uh, Kyron Drake. Yeah, but let's be honest. Ky- oh, Kyron Williams. I know I- you miss Todd Gurley, who just announced don't, his shut retirement up, shut up. this week. Don't, don't. Todd Gurley's, the, in my opinion, one of the biggest what-ifs in history of the NFL. I mean, three. he played three straight seasons at an MVP level. If you if you tell tell me, tell, tell me what you think would happen if Todd Gurley never gets injured. I think, one, we win that Super Bowl. He played in that Super Bowl, did he not? He was injured, though. He didn't yeah. play. I think if he never gets injured, he we win that Super Bowl. 
and what else? I don't think they win the Super Bowl. I think that was the Patriots. But I think we might end up going back. Yeah, I well, I mean you went back two years later. Yeah, but like I'm talking about the next year. Um I mean he went to the Falcons as expected to be a good back. He was. Yeah. Um But the question I'm I'm saying without the injury. It's the biggest what if because no one yeah. knows. He was phenomenal, he gets injured, You're right, and I, he falls out. Like cause I can't really think of anything that would he, it's just it's such a big what in my opinion, that is the biggest what if he never got injured? I mean, Bledsoe is one of them because if Bledsoe never gets injured, we never hear Brady. Well, that is the biggest what if. That's the biggest what if. Because then the last twenty for my, years for of my NFL team, the biggest what different. if is the biggest what if is for my team. It'd be what if Scott Norwood made a forty-one yard field goal. Oh, oh no! Let's be honest here. You win one Super Bowl, then you're on a roll. Another another big another one, one is what if Ryan Leaf went first overall instead of Peyton Manning? Uh. Went to friendly went to the Chargers. Yeah, uh, Peyton Manning's career might have been better. Really, you went to a team with LT. I mean, he did, but he did have Edron James. Yeah, you also go to a guy they're going to get Vincent Jackson in a couple of years. To yeah, be able but to take advantage of Pry Vincent Jackson. They did have Marvin Harrison and, and Reggie, Reggie Wayne. Wayne. You know what? Exactly. We don't know. It's it possible. You know, that's what we need to, in the future. You know in what? a future episode of this podcast, we, need to, we need to talk about the biggest what, but our top three what ifs in the history of sports. Top, I would do more than top three because now you, now you, see, what now if, we can't just stop right now because then. Oh my God, what if Herschel Walker was never traded? They oh, don't get Troy Aikman, they don't get Emmett Smith. Or if, Oh my God, what are we, we're going on a um, rant right now. Also, because if the Chargers take Peyton Manning, they're not drafting Drew Brees. No, Drew Brees doesn't Reed. go to the Saints, probably. Uh, Phillip Rivers doesn't get drafted there. Nope. And by that logic, I don't think Ben goes to uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. It, it's a whole thing. You know what? That's our assignment. Next week, we're going to open up the podcast in my, with what if. Yeah. In sports. In sports. I like that. All right. Uh, that it for trade? Yeah, that's it for trade watch. Now we're going to move on to Pick time. Picks. Um, the worst game of the week, probably Broncos-Jags. <laughs> the Jags are the home team, but it's in Tottenham Hotspur. I think the Jags win. I really do. Uh, maybe, maybe the time zone change maybe helps the Broncos, uh, or maybe playing at an well, altitude so, that's a, not well, it's on my high. Well, the Broncos have a worse time change than the Jags do. They do. I, you know who has the worst time change, though? The Seattle Seahawks no. when they go to Munich in a couple weeks. Well, that, but also, I, I was, I was more or less talking about Denver Broncos fans that have to wake up at 7.30 to watch their team lose. <laughs> yeah. When is that game in Munich? I'm actually, oh, Munich, the Munich game is week 10, November 13th. I want to say next week or in a couple weeks. When is the what? the Cardinals 49ers game that's in Mexico City? Mexico City, Cardinals. I want to say it's week 12. Isn't that normally a Monday night game, the Mexico City game? Yes. You said it's November something. Cardinals, I want to say week 12. Cardinals Niners? Yeah, it's Cardinals Niners. I it believe Cardinals week, are the home. Week 11, November, November 21st. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take. I take Jags. I'm going to take the Broncos. You're gonna. That's a horrible take, but okay. Mm, no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna flip that to the Jags. Take. Broncos have been bad. The Jags, I think, are a little. Bron- under- and I, Russell the, Wilson is coming off of that injury. I think the Jags are better than two and five, but they're not much better. Uh, Dolphins, Lions. I would love to pick against the Dolphins. I, I, I'm gonna. Pick I can't. The, I'm picking the Lions. I'm gonna pick the Dolphins. Well, hold up. Time out. Is DeAndre Swift playing? I don't think so. He's Amon Ross St. Oh, Amon Ross St. Brown's in still in concussion protocol, so I yeah. doubt he's playing. The Dolphins are going to win. I would yeah. love to see the Lions so win, who, though. Wait, so who are you taking? Uh, I'm taking the Finns. I'll take the Finns. All right. Panthers-Falcons. The winner of this game goes to 500 and takes... No. No. no, no. They what, tie. It def- 
Like, yeah, if the, the Falcons win, they they the take three over. Three and five team would be the best. Jesus. Um, if Falcons win, they take over. If Falcons lose, right, the they Falcons, it's a three-way tie. The Falcons would take over at four and four. If the Panthers win, they would have they because they beat the It'd Bucks be and the Falcons. No, they beat the Bucks and the Falcons, so they would have. Right. Um, I'm gonna take the Falcons. I think you know la- what? Last week was a fluke. It's not. It, they're gonna. Oh, oh! You're taking my strat. You're taking my saying now. It's fifty fifty team. They lost this, but so they should win this week. No, I'm not saying it's fifty fifty team. I think that the Panthers are. I think Falcons win. This is why I think Falcons. Uh, Cardinals Vikings a game that was week two last year where the Cardinals went off because the Cardinals were undefeated for the first seven weeks. Um, Didn't the new Call of Duty just come out? Like fully. I think. I th- honestly. I think it might be time we drop it. He won on the Call of Duty release. Is it is the video game? But era did over he for win? Kyle? Yeah. Did but did he? He didn't play great. Was the, I think won. the defense won them. Uh, game. Vikings win. They're five and one. They're a top. Vikings five team. win as well. I don't take Cardinals on that at all. Is it in Minnesota? It is in Minnesota uh, too. Yeah. Bears Cowboys Bears are bottom five. Cowboys are borderline top five. Easy formula. Cowboys win. I want to say Cowboys win, but this is the type of game Bears win. I don't know. I feel like they might be coming off of a high. Okay. I say Cowboys. Though. The Bears don't, in my opinion, the Bears don't have a type of game to win because they lose most of them. Uh, <laughs> Raiders, Saints. The Saints are without Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas. Alave. And Andy is Dalton back. is still starting. Uh, Raiders win. Oh, no, this is a bad game. This might be the worst game. This might be the second worst game. No, I see this game I view as a shootout type of game. No defense. That could happen, so and the Raiders I hope it are, happens because the Raiders I, are good offensively. I think, I, yeah, I, I choose Raiders. Uh, Steelers, Eagles. What Eagle, to, Eagles dominate the Steelers. So dominate four interceptions for Pickett. So what did I say going into Week Four? I said that I will pick you against. You think I pay attention to you? I will pick against the Eagles until they lose. Pittsburgh wins. Um, you don't believe that, though. I do think there's a chance. What? Every single and every year, an NFL team loses a fluke game. Chiefs lost to the Colts. Um, Bills lost to the Dolphins. Raiders lost, or Ravens lost to the Dolphins. They lost to the Bills. Those were all fluke games. Not, uh, my point is, like the Buc- I, well, I, I don't, the Bucks I don't, losing to the Panthers and the Steelers. Those are both fluke games. Yeah, Let's be I don't honest. think the Bucks this are the is team. the fluke game. In my opinion, I think the fluke game is going to be coming soon. Like, uh, maybe, for example, against the Texans? I feel like that's mm. more of a fluke game. I, I think don't the Steel- know. I, I Steelers take, have a great defense. I take Eagles. I'm taking Pittsburgh. Uh, Patriots, Jets, without Brees Hall. I choose Jets. Can the Jets win? I choose Jets. That defense is good. Yeah. I think the defense wins it for them. Mac Jones coming off the injury. Uh, he's going to be a little shaken up still. Uh, I still think, I think Jets win this because of defense. Um. Something that I mentioned a couple minutes ago was an AFC South matchup. Matchup here's another one: Titans Texans. Titans move to five and two and win their fifth in a row. This is the type of game the Texans win. This is always a hard fought matchup, but it's an a- AFC ma- South matchups are always interesting. Awful, you mean? They're yeah, never I do good. Mean that. Especially this season. You know what? The best AFC match, AFC I'll South. I'll root for the Texans. I don't want it to happen, but I will choose Tennessee. The best AFC South matchups I've ever seen were the Deshaun Watson Texans against the 2019 and 2020 Titans. Those were great matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, Giants, Seahawks. This game really could go this either way. This is such way. a good game. If you told me at the beginning of the season, Giants-Seahawks match up in week eight and it's going to be one of the better games of the and week. And it's the only game this week where two teams with a winning record are playing each other. Yeah. If you told me this at the beginning of the season before any games happened... I would say you're full of shit. I would have said that the Bills-Packers would have been the game of the week. 
That's yeah. why it's on Sunday night. Do you and I both agree that that is the game of the week, honestly? I, for sure. Um, Maybe Rams-Niners, but both teams no. haven't been playing with... I, That's I really your think, bias right there. That is my bias. I think Giants-Seahawks is the game of the week, and I think Giants win it. I really do. They don't have any real injuries. Uh, they know Kenneth Walker might run the ball a little bit more. Uh, I just feel like... They do have Kenneth Walker. Yeah, I will run more than they throw. I I just think the Giants have a better defense than the Seahawks, and I think that's going to be the deciding factor here. Ooh, I'm taking a while to think of this one because it really could go either way. I think the Giants' luck runs out here. Um, They've won every single game by one score. I'm not saying it's luck. This is a good team. But I think the Seahawks are going to win this game because I think the Seahawks are. I think the Seahawks are good, man. You see, even if they lose this game, I don't think they burn out because they do have a bye week after this. I would put if the Seahawks win this game, I can guarantee that they will be in my top five teams next week. But if, what if the Giants win? They top three. They're not better than the Chiefs, Eagles, or Bills. What if the Eagles lose? Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, Commanders, Colts, a shit show of a matchup. So yeah, was here's something. Be, it was going to be good. If this would have been decent if Carson Wentz was playing. Because it would be funny. It wouldn't be a revenge game because he be did nothing funny. for the Colts. Um, So this is a matchup of two teams that contributed to two of the worst t- primetime games of all time. And we're looking at the winners of those two games. And I think that the Commanders are going to win this one. You know, it's going to be interesting. This is the type of game where this can go either way. You have a quarterback starting pretty much. He start, I think this is his second career start. But realistically, it's his first career start is what I'm going to call it. Right? Because he's the actual starter for the rest of the season. Well, it would be his first career start. Though. No, he had a start last year. I thought it, no, he had to start last year. In what game? I'm pretty sure he had to start last year. I'm not sure. I don't think I. I feel like he did. I don't think he did. Wait. Well, if not, he this can go either way. He either has a phenomenal game and proves himself for to be a decent starter for the Colts for the rest of the season, or he has one of the worst games of his career. It can go either way. Right. And I have no clue. And I'm going to be biased on this. I don't care. Colts win it because it's going to be such a shit show. I think the Colts come out on top because their defense is just slightly I, better. I think the Commanders are the better team. Um, really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That's just sad. <sighs> they have more offensive threats. They just do. Terry McLaurin, uh, Jahan Dotson when he plays is a touchdown machine. Uh, 49ers-Rams, uh, flip-flop matchup, and the 49ers are going to win again. I don't think that happens. Debo's out. Um, Van Jefferson is back. Debo owns the Rams. That's great. He's out. I know. I'm just uh, But I think Van out. Jefferson being back is a lot bigger contribution than people give it. Van Jefferson, I think he was pretty good last year. I think you would agree with me on that. I think you like Van Jefferson. Yeah, I do like him. And I think with him being back and with the two good young receivers playing still in the slot, I think this could be interesting because it'll take pressure off Cup and all that. I think the Rams actually survive and end the streak. Here. I I disagree because I think Matthew Stafford has been a bottom five quarterback this oh, year. Oh, he has been horrible. And it doesn't matter if yes, Van Jefferson is back. Is is Stafford going to get the ball to Van Jefferson? I'm not sure. I think it's more or less going to be can like for the Colts can the offensive line hold. Mo- moving on to a game that's going to be a disappointment for a lot of people, but not for me. When the Bills destroy the Packers by thirty points. Yeah, it's going to be bad. <laughs> um. Bills win this, no doubt in my mind. Aaron Rodgers. Bills are not only the best team in the league, they also have the best social media team. <laughs> For sure. Um, the Bills, uh, this is the first time in Aaron Rodgers' career where he is favored to lose by 10 or more uh, in betting odds, and I don't blame him. The Bills are clearly the best team. I think there's a chance they go 16-1. More likely, they do lose another flip my game big, and go 15-2. Yeah, my big issue with the Packers is 
I get Aaron Rodgers is has no receivers really, but he needs to stop blaming everyone else and take kind of blame. Daniel Jones has no receivers and the Giants are six and one. Yeah, I he needs to stop blaming everyone and take some blame. As the Packers have dropped their last three, we're in the final game of the week. Browns Bengals Monday Night Football. Game we kind of the week. We kind of talked about this one before, and we both said that Bengals win. It, I can't yeah. believe they're only a three point favorite. Uh, Bengals win this, no doubt in my mind. Game of the week is still Giants Seahawks. I think the I think the Bengals are going to end up as the three seed in the AFC. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's do this real quick. A way, 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 way too early Thursday pick, night. The Thursday night, which is Eagles Texans. Eagles completely destroy them. Mm, you're going back on your word. You just Did said I just you just said the fluke game is going to be Texans Eagles. I want. I said you, it could be fine. You want me to take the Texans? Yeah, I'll take better. the Texans. All right, we're both taking the Texans. That's I, way too early. We'll, I, we'll tweet out our picks after. On Monday, I, I said I will pick, I will pick the depending the on how this week goes. Sam Sam, goes. Sam and I will tweet out our picks for this Thursday night's game on Monday night. All right, folks, that's gonna do it. I'm Sam and I'm Dylan, and, and this, this was, was the last, last minute sports, sports podcast. podcast.